Welcome to the Women Want Strong Men podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stuttle. I believe it takes a strong man to appreciate a strong woman, and I'm here to bring a unique perspective to empower both sexes. I love talking with health experts, thought leaders, influencers, and people who have insightful information to share with us about our health, our society, and our pursuit for success and prosperity. Hello, it is Friday, and this is 15 on a Friday, where I break down a topic in under 15 minutes. Today's podcast is about defending your masculinity and your fertility. We're going to start with biological factors first. Male testosterone levels and sperm counts have taken a drastic decline, and it has plagued men in America for several decades now. The average male's testosterone level has been declining at an astonishing rate of at least 1% every year since the 1980s. It is not the result of a natural decrease due to aging. According to the Urology Times, total testosterone levels have been consistently decreasing in young men. In 2000, the average total testosterone level was 605 nanograms per deciliter. In 2003, it fell to 567 nanograms per deciliter. In 2012, it fell even further to 424 nanograms per deciliter. You get where I'm going with this. You're not the man your father was. Your dad had higher testosterone levels than you do at your age right now. At Victory Men's Health, we see a lot of father and son patients, and it would be a rarity to see the son have a higher testosterone level than their father. It's a hard thing to get your mind around, but it is the reality. In July of 2017, LabCorp changed its reference range for total testosterone levels. Why? Because America is now fat with low testosterone, so they had to lower their standards to meet the changing demographic. They lowered the reference range by about 100 nanograms per deciliter to account for this growing population that is now more obese and has lower testosterone levels than ever before. So, according to LabCorp, if you're 30 and have the testosterone levels of a geriatric, congratulations, you're now considered to be, quote, In the normal reference range, you know what that, quote, normal would be if it was equivalent to a grade on a test? It would be a freaking C. And I'm being generous when I say a C. The LabCorp reference range for men ages 20 to 80 is now 264 to 916 nanograms per deciliter. That's a pretty wide range right there. The age range is wide. The total testosterone range is wide. If you are a 40-year-old man and fall in the lower part of that reference range, let's just say a total testosterone level of a 300, you're a C minus. If you were a test score, I can't fully wrap my mind around why some men would be okay with that. The reference ranges provided by these labs for hormones are not in line for somebody that looks at their health with a proactive lens and optimization approach. You know what else happens when testosterone levels drop? Sperm count. Scientists and doctors are witnessing an absolute freefall in sperm counts over the last several decades. Dr. Shana Swan, an environmental and reproductive epidemiologist and the author of a book called Countdown, finds that sperm counts have dropped almost 60% since 1973. Following the trajectory we are on, Swan's research suggests sperm counts could reach zero by 2045. Zero, zilch, nada, gone, no babies, no reproduction, no more humans. 
I guess that's why we're working on being able to reproduce robots. I don't know, whatever that looks like. Or maybe we can reproduce in the metaverse someday and trade fake ground and crypto and whatever else you do in the metaverse. It's all very, very weird. How about the food we eat, the chemicals we absorb, and the wide variety of environmental toxins, specifically endocrine disruptors, that we come in contact with every single day? As I have discussed in a previous podcast, endocrine disrupting chemicals wreak havoc with the building blocks of sexual and reproductive development, and they're everywhere in our modern world. They're inside our bodies, and they're inside our children's bodies. They can even cross the placenta in large numbers and contaminate babies in the womb. This should frustrate you. The chemical disruption that can happen in utero can impact a boy's hormonal development for the rest of his life. These chemicals are literally confusing male and female hormone production, making them send mixed messages and go hey wire. Just take a look around you and you'll see it. Childhood obesity rates are skyrocketing, showing no sign of slowing down. How many young boys do you see that are soft? And I hate seeing this and I hate even saying it, but it makes me concerned for them. They're already showing signs of estrogen dominance. As if this wasn't terrifying enough, Swan's research finds that these chemicals aren't just dramatically reducing semen quality, they're also shrinking the penis size and the volume of the testes. Um, now that right there is nothing short of a full-scale emergency, if you ask me. Let's take a look at something simple, like cash register receipts. The average person likely touches several a day. Receipts contain bisinol A, more commonly known as BPA, which can be absorbed into your body and has been found to have a significant estrogenic effect. Anytime somebody tries to hand me one of those receipts, I treat it like a hot potato. No, you take it. No, I don't want it. No, I don't need a copy. I still don't quite understand why we still have receipts in this day and age. Everything should just be electronic if you ask me. So yes, these chemicals do decrease the production of male testosterone, which harms sperm count, which makes men infertile. Even if you lived in a bubble, you are still going to encounter some of these chemicals. Hell, the bubble you're probably going to try to live in is probably made out of plastic. What is sad is we simply aren't adapted for the world that we live in. Men are under siege from these hormone-suppressing phytoestrogens and a host of other toxins that our bodies were not designed to handle. For now, the answer is to simply try to live a more natural life, exercise more, avoid unnatural chemicals and products whenever possible. There is also an app called Detox Me that walks you through some simple research-based tips on how to reduce exposure to toxic chemicals. Download it, get some tips, because until large-scale political action is taken on this front to defend consumers from these chemicals, it will be your responsibility to ensure that those toxins don't kill your masculinity and your fertility. On my next 15 on a Friday, I'm going to add on to this conversation. I'm going to talk about how I think culture is also slowly killing masculinity. If you found anything in this podcast useful, please share, like, rate it. Every little bit helps. I appreciate you listening. Until next time, enjoy your Friday.